Certainly doesn't feel like autumn yet, but football season is underway. The leaves will be turning soon, the kids are back in school, and before you know it, the holiday season will be here. If you're stressing over your budget or find yourself worried about your debt, please know that the Sharp Mortgage Team is here to help you. With all the equity you have in your home, now is the perfect time to do a cash-out refinance, pay down your debt, and have money for the holidays. The Sharp Mortgage Team is happy to talk you through all your options without any commitment. And the review of your refinance options is complimentary. Sounds like it's worth the conversation with their team to see if a cash-out refinance could change your life. Call them today, 336-575-9448, or visit sharploans.com. That's sharp with an E at the end, sharploans.com. This is the Triad Podcast Network. I'm Algernon Cash, and you're locked in. Welcome back to the show. Every week, I work extremely hard to bring you a leader in politics, business, and community. And this week is no exception. I have worked extremely hard to get you this next guest. Um, This has been in the making for several weeks. This young lady is super busy, um, but she is locked in today to talk about a new publication that she started a year ago. Welcome, Chelsea Smith. Chelsea is locking in from Triad Voice Magazine, which is celebrating one year in business. And Chelsea, you, you and I, we've never met in person. So this is the first time I've actually seen you live. I learned about your magazine um, on Facebook, saw that you were celebrating one year in business and just thought that I wanted to bring this conversation to my audience. And, you know, I guess to start, you know, at a time when um, all types of traditional media is suffering, whether it's newspapers, magazine, even local television, why in the world were you inspired to start your own local magazine one year ago? Absolutely. That's a wonderful question. Um, and. And just to talk about it, yes, a, a lot of print publications we're, we're seeing a decline. Um, however, I asked our my friends, my family members, you know, are you reading magazines? Are you reading them online? Are you know, are you holding them? You know, what are you doing? And it was a very loud yes. I still read. I love to read. We really thought about if we were going to make the publication digital only or digital and print. And after just talking to our friends and family members in the community and far away, it was very clear that we needed to be in print during this time. To segue into that, I guess it's also important to answer, why would you even create a publication during a time when so much information is being thrown at us all the time? And I think what we said that was most important to us that would kind of set us apart is we wanted to talk about community issues that all of us are dealing with and facing locally. And we wanted to speak to those issues from a women's perspective. So those were two things that we felt we would have success with. And I can pretty much say we are doing very well with really paying attention to what our readers want to hear and learn about and staying true to those topics in every issue. Yeah. And, and, you know, I've been in business for about 20 years and, you know, I've had so many conversations with entrepreneurs and I've, I've been, you know, very uh, grateful and thankful to be able to start some businesses of my own. So, so often when you go out and talk to someone about a, a particular product that they want or, or a service they might need, they overwhelmingly will say, yes, I want that. I, I, I need that service. I want that product. In your case, people said, hey, we still love to read. But here's the question. Do they still love to pay for it? And how's that impacting your business? 
Absolutely. So that was another really important question for us. How are we going to get this information to everyone and pay the bills, right? That's a very important part of being an entrepreneur. So we said to ourselves, the information in this magazine, I know, we know that the community will love it. We decided to make it a free publication and we really rely on our community partners to assist us through advertising, through partnerships, through event um, activation. That's another service that we also offer to help us fuel and fund the magazine. And is it and and then I did hear um, the delivery of the magazine is digital and print combined. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. So how often does it do you do you release a new um, subscription or 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 issue? Well, you did just hit on a very fun topic, and I'm happy to discuss. We are going to be moving into a subscription option as well. We've had a lot of who have said, by the time I get to XYZ, you're out. They're out there. We're noticing our stockists are running through our issues very quickly. So right now we're quarterly. With our first year, we really wanted to, before investing more time and resources, we wanted to make sure that our readers and our community wanted this. So we're currently quarterly and we are currently in the throes of deciding if we're going to maybe move to bi-monthly. That's interesting. I, um, a few weeks ago, I actually had a longtime friend here on the show, um, Antoinette Kerr, who is based in Lexington. She, I, I actually worked with her and helped her um, start a publication called Davidson Local. And she did that about two years ago, now celebrating two years in business. Um, she's totally digital, no print, but she is um, contemplating introducing a, a print publication at some point this year or next. And she has a similar um, funding or revenue model that you have. So, I mean, all the content is free um, and then it's essentially supported through advertising and sponsors and, you know, other an ancillary parties. You, you know, you're someone now that's in the media business. You're building a media company. Is that particular model is it sustainable and and when i when i say that when you talk to the larger media companies the new york times the wall street journal or even some of the large houses like lee enterprises that owns the winston salem journal and the news and record they say that model is not sustainable for the long term what what do you say chelsea well you cannot argue with someone who's been doing this for a very long time that's one thing i will say but i will also say um that what God has for you is for you. So at this point, it's sustainable for us. We all know that the trends of business are always turning, always changing. So we have a very heavy social media presence. We know that some of our small businesses that we're currently serving also want to utilize other services that we offer. So we make sure that we're not just solely advertising, that we have other services available as well that are tangible that can help keep us afloat financially um, and just really talking to the businesses that you work with some businesses have said hey i don't really love the idea of advertising in a print publication but i do like the idea of advertising digitally so we're very very active on social media because we now know that social media um, advertising is something that is very lucrative that's kind of the way a lot of places are going so really just being intentional, listening to your clients and trying out different opportunities, especially in your first couple of years and seeing what works best for you. Kelsey, I love that response. I, you know, I, I have some entrepreneurs who I coach and I, I try to help them better understand their businesses and how to grow the business and you know, some of the challenges that come along. 
your response is, is is similar to what I try to tell my coaching clients is that you one you have to be present. You you got to be in the moment. Um, you can't get too lost into to what you think might happen or what happened um, you know a year ago or several years ago. So you got to be present. And and I think you 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 hit on the fact that you also have to embrace change. Um, you know the the one thing that we know that is constant throughout this world and nature is change. That there is nothing that's permanent. And I think that has to be true for businesses, right? Like you have to understand the trends that are occurring, figure out how do you sort of change and, and morph um, as those trends occur while still remaining um, true to your, your core and your, your core values and those kind of things. So I, I, I love that approach. Um, you're enjoying making money right now, and we'll, we'll see what happens tomorrow when we get to tomorrow. So I, I really love that. So th there could be some potential advertisers listening to this conversation right now. Um, what would you say to them? What is the strength of Triad Voice Magazine? Why should I put my marketing dollars in, 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 in your publication? Absolutely. Well, the one thing I will say that I'm not sure if others are aware of is that Triad Voice Magazine is the first publication that directly caters to minority and women from a diverse background. We know that that is a market that there is a lot of revenue in. We know that's a market that we have a lot of consumers in and we know they're actively involved shopping local, you know, whatever your business may be, more than likely that is part of your target demo. And we really focus in on making sure that our readers are actively looking forward to our publication every time it launches. So it's kind of a two way streak. The first streak for us is we want to make sure that our readers are happy because when our readers are happy, then we know that our advertisers are being seen as much as possible. Who's ready for movie night? Our friends at the Ginther Group Real Estate are proud to sponsor this season's Innovation and Cinema at Bailey Park in downtown Winston-Salem's Innovation Quarter. The original Mary Poppins on August 12th, Space Jam A New Legacy on September 15th, and Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone on October 20th. Bring your chair or blanket to Bailey Park for a great night of cinema from Aperture, beverages from Incendiary Brewing, and food from a variety of local vendors. These magical movie nights are made possible by The Ginther Group, the real estate experts we trust and showcase right here on the Triad Podcast Network. Make sure to check their social media for detailed info on each movie night. And for your real estate needs, call 336-283-8689 or visit theginthergroup.com. Buying, selling, investing, or just learning, whatever you need, start now. And like me, you can become a Ginther Group client for life. And, and that's what every advertiser wants is impressions and visibility. You, you say that you cater to this specific demographic. I think that's very interesting as well because I, I don't know if I've seen... Um, especially a local publication that that is catering specifically to minority women. How do you actually cater to that demographic? Talk a little bit about the content that's inside of the magazine and how it's directed at that 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 block of women. Absolutely. Well, I think it first starts with who our writers are. Our writers are women from various backgrounds that all are local, and they are talking about topics that are actually relevant to them. So one thing that we have a really strong we stand firm. We're not going to mute you here. You know, we do ask that you tell us what topic you're going to be talking about. We do share with these issues. 
hey, these are the trending topics we're going to be talking about with our writers. So if you're having writers block, talk about these things, but we really sit and think about what we're not seeing sometimes in publications that we want to see. We mm. know right now people are being very intentional about their money. They're being very intentional about their dollar. So we are very, very proud to work with Janae Adams, who is a local leader, whom she loves talking about money. And hearing money discussed from someone who is your peer or counterpart using language and verbiage that you relate to and understand helps bridge gaps and helps spread education. We also talk about hair, all hair types. We know women love their hair. That's their crown. They want to be beautiful. We, we discuss those things and we ask our readers in our stories, what do you want to hear voice talk about next? And they tell us, we listen and it shows in our readership, in our models. When we launched digitally, um, this last issue, we played with it a little bit. We launched digitally and we waited a little bit for print to come out. And in a four day span, we had over 10,000 hits on our website. Mm. That was huge for us because now we can say, we know that our readers, if something were to happen, you know, we just got through the dreaded COVID thing with the supply shortage. We know now that our readers are dedicated. They're going to find the information we're providing to them by any means. So Yes, I'm, I'm very familiar um, with Janae Adams. I've known her for, for many years. Um, I, I bought her first book, uh, Debt Sucks. And um, she has been um, a perennial figure here in our community when it comes to financial literacy, someone who is uh, very dedicated and, and committed to that. Um, I, I used to do uh, radio for Intercom, so I used to be on 97.1 with Buster Brown, and we would have Janae on from, from time to time on, on that show. She's been on this show, um, and even when I did the Chronicle Live, she used to come on and, and um, talk about money issues for with uh, Derwin and I. So yeah, great, great lady and, and you know, great um, caliber for you to have in, inside of your publication. Speaks volumes to the, the value that I believe you're working to, to create for this, this local community. You know, we've, we've talked a lot about the magazine, um, which is really only, only the past 12 months of your life. Let's talk about what was going on before the magazine. What, what, what kind of business were you in? What kind of journey were you on that, that sort of led you up to Triad Voice Magazine. Absolutely. So before Triad Voice Magazine, I was actually a stay-at-home mother. My husband's in the military, um, and he also is a financial advisor. We have three young children. So for a span of about five to six years, I was kind of dedicating that time to our children with a few other small-owned business ventures. Um, I had a personalization gift shop that I was working on from home that was very successful that I was really enjoying. And also, I was just spending a lot of time making sure that we were planting seeds in our children, hmm. because to me and to us, that's really one of the more important things in life for us at that time. Before then, I went to Virginia Commonwealth University and obtained a degree in biology. So life has its own way. You may think you have a plan. Um, something else is going to happen. Before then, I spent Four years as a shop manager at Body and Soul, a local boutique. Very, 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 very proud of the things I've learned and experiences from there. And I think that if you work with anyone who's ever worked with Dana Suggs, the gems, the jewels, and the work ethic that she instills in you is something that you will never, ever lose. So I've had an opportunity to kind of play around with different things. Before that, I had an artisan scope skincare business. 
from home, was able to serve many, many clients um, that till this day still say, can you come back? Can you bring it back? So I say when I meet an entrepreneur, like you just said, I always want to know what other businesses have you had? Because it's very rarely just one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm more, as I listen to this conversation, I'm more and more shocked that you and I've never met in person. Um, I, 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 you know, I, I think the a lot of folks believe I know everybody in Winston-Salem. So to my audience, this is proof. I tell you all the time, I don't <laughs> know everybody in Winston-Salem. It just seems like I do. And, you know, I'm just now really getting a chance to meet Chelsea Smith and learn more about her in this great Triad Voice magazine. Um, you know, I'm, I've known the Suggs for, for many, for a long time. 20 years ago, I met Michael Suggs when I first got into um, real estate investment banking and um, certainly know Miss Suggs very well. And uh, great, great family. So again, I'm, I'm I'm shocked that you and I've never met before. You you say you're a stay at home mom, but but yet you've been very entrepreneurial. Um, you know, a lot of times when I run into people who want to become an entrepreneur, they they come up with all the reasons why they cannot be an entrepreneur um, before they even start to talk about the reasons they can. And you, you know, I think um, amongst um, women, obviously, when when you give birth and you're you're caring for your child and um, still trying to manage your family, you you do begin to tell yourself that maybe your entrepreneurial dreams are now a little too far away and, and you're not able to pursue those. Obviously, you didn't feel that way. You you took a much different approach. Where, where did that inspiration inside of you, where did that come from? So for the stay-at-home moms that might be listening to this conversation that would like to develop the inner strength that you have to go out and start their own business, what do you say to them? It's not easy. If you're looking for something easy to do, you know, I think right now we live in an age where we see a 30 second social media reel and we're like, oh, I can do that. Okay, well, you can do it, but you're going to have to put some grit behind it. You're going to be ready to fall and skin your knee several times and you're going to have to pick yourself back up. It is possible. All things are possible if you have faith. The first thing I would say is be very realistic about the time that you have to dedicate this. The second thing that I would say is to really make sure that you have some very good self-care boundaries in place. And the third thing that I would say is do not be afraid to fail because are you ready for this? There's a good chance you're going to fail, (laughs) but use that failure. Use whatever you learned during that. Put that in your tool bag for your next venture. Look in that tool bag. Those lessons are going to help propel you to the next thing. And make sure that you're having honest conversations with your partner. Hey, I'm going to be doing this. It's going to require this. I still want to be present in our family this way, but I need this. Communication is key. Making sure that you have a support system is key. And being ready to fight and work is what you're going to have to be ready for. You are certainly wise beyond your years. Um, My coaching clients are probably listening and saying, why are we paying Algernon a fee? (laughs) <laughs> when we could just go retry it, Voice Magazine, and you know Chelsea will tell us all we need to do. Um, you know, for my audience that may just be locking in with me, this is Algernon Cash. You are locked in, and the other voice that you hear is Chelsea Smith, the founder and publisher of Triad Voice Magazine, who happens to be celebrating one year in business. And for all you um, entrepreneurs out there and would-be entrepreneurs, I think you know that 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 one-year milestone. Um, can, can be extremely difficult to reach. So we are celebrating Chelsea today as she sort of makes that um, that trip around the sun with her, her newly developed business. 
So you, you've already did a lot of great things in the past year. Sounds like you've had a lot of learning lessons, and I'm sure you've faced some adversity as you've worked to, to introduce this new publication. What's in the future for Triad Voice Magazine? What's your, your long-term vision? Absolutely. Well, to be quite honest with you, I feel like we're just getting started. Look at the starting line. You know, last year, your first year, you learn a lot of things and you implement a new a lot of new policies and you may be learning that you need to implement new policies in order to stay afloat. You learn a lot more about your clients and about your team, how your team will best serve you. At Voice, we have a team of 23 people. Um, that can be a lot if you're not used to leading a team. I'm telling you right now, that was one of the lessons in the first year. Looking ahead, we hope to serve our partners better. We have a couple of new things being available, made available. Um, we're now going to be doing more event activation. What event activation looks like is some of our businesses are having some really major milestones they're hitting as well, or they are moving to a new location and they want us to be there. They want us to cover it. They want us to provide digital support and they want print support for that. Well, that's another way we're serving our client. We're building a better connection. And it's another stream of revenue that's not advertising per se. We're also going to be looking at the best way to expand in the current economic climate. I know we're all well aware of what's going on, but we're hearing our clients say, we're hearing our readers say, we want more voice. We want more copies. So we're looking into how to make that possible and making it you know, sustainable to keep it that way. So. Right now, what we're really focused on is sharpening our current policies, sharpening our current practices, and making sure before we take the next step that we've looked three steps ahead of that. It's time to get serious about your financial future. It's never too early, but it could be too late to get started. And that's oftentimes the hardest part, getting started. How much do I save? Where do I invest? Do I save for college or retirement? How much for each? And who do I talk to about it all? Okay, we'll keep things simple for now and help you answer the last one. We recommend you begin with a local financial advisor. And that's Jennifer Johnson of Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. She'll sit down with you for a complimentary introductory consultation and go over all of your questions. Get started on the path to achieving your financial goals. Visit 3magnoliasfinancialadvisors.com or call 336-701-1600. Get comfortable with your financial future. Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. Retirement, financial planning, and investments. Securities offered through Satara Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. Three Magnolias Financial Advisors and Satara Advisor Networks are not affiliated. Satara is under separate ownership from any other named entity. I love it. I love it. So what's been the um, community reception so far? I, I, you know, it, it can be very difficult to start any kind of business. Um, I, I think, you know, a lot of times when minorities, whether it be African-American, Hispanic, or women, mm -hmm. or whatever category you fall into, um, those challenges can be even a little bit higher, and the barriers to entry can also be a bit higher. How would you say the, the community of Winston-Salem and Forsyth County, have they received Triad Voice Magazine over the past year? I would honestly say that the reception to Triad Voice is better than anything that I ever thought could happen, better than anything. Mm -hmm. I, um, we also service Guilford County um, and, you know, we service High Point as well. And I would say to you right now, 
there's been a lot of misconceptions that I've happily been able to debunk. The first thing is we've had a lot of women who were white that said, hey, I, I love this. I love the content. Is this for me? Yes, this is for you. This is for you. Part of the job of Tribe Voice when I created it is I felt that there was a lack of education and representation around women of color, Latino women, Asian women, Black women, um, during a time where things seemed really racially fueled. And I knew that I had a lot of friends that maybe were white and they wanted to know perspectives from different places. There wasn't a lot of local community areas for them to find that. And at Voice, we want to provide that education and bridge that gap. If you have questions or you just want to learn more, our publication is for everyone. So I would say right now, I'm just very grateful for how our community has embraced us and welcomed us and encouraged us to stay and worked with us to find ways to make sure that we can be around for many years to come. That That is really incredible because so often when I talk to minority entrepreneurs, um, and if you're listening to this, I mean, if, if you're in the audience and you're, you're, you're listening to what I'm about to say, um, so often they, they, they allow this sort of racial barrier to really crop up in their minds and prevent them from, from going out and being successful with, with whatever your business is. And don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm not oblivious to the, to the racist history of, of this country and, and some of the things that we have done along the way. Um, but but I also think that, you know, if you're entrepreneurial and, and you've got a new product or service that you want to introduce to your community, you, you cannot allow your mind to deceive you because that that's oftentimes what will happen. Your mind will play tricks on you and convince you that you're not going to be successful because you're black or you're brown or wh whatever, or you're a woman or whatever the case may be. But I think you just got to find that inner strength and the energy to go out and introduce whatever your product is and your services. And if it's great, you know, I think the community will will receive it. And I, I want you to maybe chime in on this, Chelsea. I, I find it very interesting. I, I think we're in a really interesting period of time that's developed maybe over the last three or four years where, uh, you know, a lot of white Americans are now really aware and in tune with with the plight of black America and not saying they were not before. I, I think that they were in, in selective areas, but it, to, to me, it feels like ever since 2020 and, and maybe the, the whole George Floyd incident, it just feels like that energy and that vibe has shifted quite a bit. I tell my friends, Hey, it's pretty cool to be black nowadays. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, they, they, they really want to help you out. I mean, it's pretty cool to be black. Um, you know, if, if this is the time you want to get out there and do something, have you sort of encountered that same thing all, almost to the degree where, you know, white folks sort of want to help you a little bit? Have you ran into that? I, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. And, and I do think that I feel that and have experienced it. Full transparency, I attended PWI's undergrad. Um, even attended all women's institute private school uh, my freshman year of college. So I've kind of always been in that environment. But more than ever, I think 2020 was like an explosion in our country where a lot of us had to really say, hey, some things are not maybe the way I thought they were based on the way I live my life. Um, so, yes, I do see where there's a lot of um, white counterparts that are saying, you know, I want to support minority-owned businesses. I want to try to support minority-owned businesses because I'm starting to see, you know, facts, statistics, research, and data. 
But I say to that, when you have that opportunity, be ready. It's not going to be enough that you know you're a minority-owned business. You're going to have to have a quality product. You're going to have to provide a quality service with that product. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like you get the client in the door and you have to provide them with that experience just like any other business for why they should know that you are a good fit. But I will definitely say that when providing our product to some of our partners, sometimes I was a little, you know, I was like, wow, you know, you know, you never know how it's going to be received. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, This is a time if you are a minority owned business and you're working really hard and you have a product that you're proud of, don't be afraid to reach out to some of these businesses or organizations that you feel like traditionally you don't see as much diversity as you maybe would want to see, because a lot of these organizations are trying to change that landscape. I, I love your optimism. And that's probably why you you're, you have been successful and been able to get this business off the ground. And again, congratulations. So no, I, I love that. And, and I always, you know, try to encourage um, any minority entrepreneur or would-be entrepreneur, entrepreneur that gets in contact with me. Um, business is all about providing value. It, bu- bu- <laughs> I don't know how to get this across to people, Chelsea. I, I mean, I think you probably got it, but business is not about making money. And I think that's what people are confused about. They, they've gotten in, in this microwave popcorn society that we live in, where all of a sudden people become multimillionaires overnight because they just came up with some interesting fad. People think that's universal. Well, that those are anomalies. A Mark Zuckerberg is an anomaly. A Elon Musk is an anomaly. That that is not the, the the majority of society. And if you find ways though to create a business that adds value, then yes, money will follow because money is just an exchange of value. That's all it really is. And obviously, Chelsea, you have discovered how to provide value with Triad Voice Magazine. That's why you've been around one year. I think you'll be back on the show 10 years from now and we'll be talking about what you've been doing the past decade or so. Um, so I am so excited for you. Um, I love your energy. I can feel your optimism. And I think if you continue to, to vibrate at that level going forward, um, you are going to continue to be just wildly successful. So I'm so happy that you decided that I'm on. I, 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 you know, I, I had to work through your publicists and all these other people to finally get you booked for this conversation. But, you know, it was well worth all the energy just to be able to share this space and time with you. Chelsea, you've got a big event coming up. Let my audience know about it. Absolutely. So um, we are very excited to, we actually had our one year on Juneteenth. So um, it's been a little more than a year, but we're celebrating that. We're celebrating the fact that For one year, the triad has allowed us to serve them and be a publication where they know they can find relevant, truthful information. So we're having an event. It's going to be um, next weekend at the Lofts at Cogden Yards. We're going to be celebrating with our community partners, our community leaders, our sponsors, people that have just kind of helped propel us to get to this year. And we're just so grateful and we're very excited to celebrate with the community. Yeah, I've got to try to make it. I just wrote down that on my my notes to try to go make sure I add that to my calendar. But um, Congdon Yards is a beautiful facility. So if you are able to get out and celebrate with Chelsea, you, you should have a great time. It's right by the ballpark. Incredible views. I'm sure you're going to have some great food. Um, and it's so cool that you're doing your celebration in High Point. Um, I, I've been working closely with the city of High Point over many years as they've tried to redevelop their downtown. 
and having someone like you come in and do an event and add energy and bring young folks, um, that's exactly what they need in High Point to continue growing in the right direction. So again, Chelsea, thank you for locking in. And again, I, I just encourage you to to keep on with this journey, keep moving forward, keep your positive energy and that vibration. And I think you're going to do great. And to my audience, thank y'all for locking in. And I encourage you, if you're an entrepreneur out there and you want to learn more about how to start your own business, you can certainly reach out to me. You can DM me on Facebook, Instagram. You can even reach out to Chelsea. You should go follow Triad Voice Magazine. Find them on Instagram. Find them on Facebook. Subscribe to the publication so that you start to actually get it at your house. Um, but follow this young lady and you'll pick up a lot of great entrepreneurial tips. Um, be sure to continue to lock in on WTOB every Sunday morning because that is where the Locked In Show broadcasts. But if you happen to miss me there, hopefully you are subscribed to the podcast and you can download that at Pandora, Spotify, Apple, wherever you like to find your favorite podcast, you can lock in there. Continue to follow Algernon Cash on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And until next time, Y'all stay locked in. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode on the Triad Podcast Network. Our mission is simple. Provide information, advice, and stories about the people and places that make the North Carolina Triad such a great place to be. You can find us by searching Triad Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you like to listen. If you like what you heard and want to support the show and those that contribute, we would truly appreciate a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. It helps spread the word along, as do your shares on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Triad Podcast. To get in touch with us, simply email info at triadpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. This is the Triad Podcast Network.